The Book of Job Henry M. Morris, a famous Christian apologist of the past, stated that the Book of Job is the most fascinating book of the Bible. He even wrote an entire book dedicated to it, and it is titled, The Remarkable Record of Job. And indeed, it is quite a remarkable piece of literature. It declares many scientific facts and observations regarding hydrology, astrology, and other laws of nature. And it stated those things hundreds of years before science would declare it. It even mentions two unknown but very fearsome beasts, the Leviathan and the Behemoth. But more so than those things, more importantly, its contents are also divinely inspired of God and is profitable for us and were written for our learning. Now, when we hear the book of Job being mentioned, we probably do not think about the scientific declarations made in this book. Most people think about Job, the character, the man himself. Job was a man who was perfect. And he was upright. He was respected and well honored by those around him, and God Himself viewed him as a very godly man. But as a way of a test, God allowed Satan to take away everything Job held dear his possessions, his estate, his workers, his children, and even his wife who stopped supporting him and encouraged him to just curse God and die. On top of that, a painful illness was inflicted on Job, and in my opinion, it was most likely a very specific illness that Satan concocted himself exclusively for Job. The cherry on top was that his three closest friends began to question him, accusing him of committing wicked sins thus resulting in God pouring His wrath upon His life, or so they thought. In the Bible, there is no other mere man who suffered more than Job. And so, to many people, they believe that the main question that the book of Job is trying to answer is, why do the righteous suffer? At a glance, that may seem accurate, but upon further investigation, students of the Word will realize that that question is actually never answered. Not by Job, not by his three friends, Eliphaz, Bildad, or Zophar, not by Elihu, the young theologian, and not even by God Himself. Suffering, though, is discussed at length in this book, but again, the question of why the righteous suffer is never explicitly answered. So, in the book, after Job and his three friends and Elihu finished discussing, God finally entered the conversation and broke his silence. And what did God say in his discourse? Well, he talked about himself. He discussed his omnipotence, his wisdom, and his sovereignty over his creation, even over the fearsome beasts like the Leviathan and Behemoth. Why did God talk about Himself rather than just answering the question at hand? Rather than just answering the question, why do the righteous like Job suffer? Well, we see that here in the verse for today, in Romans eleven thirty-three. It says, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God! How unsearchable are His judgments and His ways past finding 
out. His ways, God's ways and God's purpose are way beyond our understanding. There may be times that we may never understand why certain things had to happen in our life and the reasoning for our sufferings. Maybe we're being tested by God. Maybe it's punishment for an unconfessed sin. Maybe it's an attack from Satan and his forces. But no matter what the reasoning may be for our suffering, as God demonstrated, we must look to Him and His character to find relief and comfort. We must not look to ourselves and loathe in our self-pity, but to look to God and to simply trust and be faithful to Him like Job. Remember always Romans 8.28, which is one of my personal life verses, which says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for the example of Job and for the life that he lived and that he was able to stay faithful to you even during this very difficult time. And Lord, we know that in our lives we may go through suffering and we may not never, we may never know why we're going through suffering. But I pray, Lord, that you would help us remember that when we are in our suffering, we have to look to you, not to ourselves, and we have to stop asking why. We just have to simply believe and trust that everything works together for our good. And we thank you, Lord, so much for being a good, uh, good God and being so gracious to us. And I pray, Lord, for all these uh, men and women watching. I pray, Lord, that you bless and be with them in their day. And I pray this, Lord. I pray this all in your name. Amen. All right. I will see you guys next time. We upload a new podcast every weekday at 6 a.m. For more info, check the link in the description below.